tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007. That's our free phone number. It won't uh, cost you anything to make a call. And uh, Ali is looking after the programme today. Coming up on the show this morning, Johnny Luby on the way in just a few moments' time. Another young person loses their life in a road crash in Tipperary. Is the Irish language under attack, we ask? The deposit return scheme, is it just teething problems or is the project doomed to failure? We'll hear about last night's Tip FM Sports Awards. Dangerous dogs back in the conversation again. A seed bank project in Clock Jordan. And, of course, our Friday panel will unpack the big topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. You can text and WhatsApp. 083 You can email tip today at tipfm.com. Let's have a look at some of the front pages for you. The Irish Daily Mail, they're leading with the RTE story again and telling us that a business case for the €450,000 redundancy payout given to RTE executive Breedo O'Keefe was presented orally. And there's no written record of it, according to the uh, Daily Mail and the RTE. Director General Kevin Backhurst yesterday rejected calls from the highest levels of government for the golden handshake given to the former chief financial officer to be reviewed, (coughs) excuse me, to the Irish Times. And again, the RTE story uh, front and centre there. RTE boss Kevin Backhurst is uh, seeking new legal advice on whether the details of individual uh, exit packages can be disclosed uh, amid mounting political pressure to reveal any such payments made to the former executives at the broadcaster. Also on the front of the Times today, air fryers and vegan substitutes uh, have joined the basket of common consumer goods and services used to measure inflation while admission fees to nightclubs and the cost of a landline have officially been dropped from the list. The Irish Examiner and uh, their main story, uh, University College Cork has dropped its plans for Cork University Dental School and Hospital to move to a bigger site despite its dean warning that the current buildings is untenable without significant investment there. And also on the front of the uh, examiner today, Israel is engaging in a campaign of disinformation against UN agencies to scupper any possibility of a two-state solution. That's according to the Tornish to Michal Martin. The Independent, again dominated by the RTE story, and their angle is that RTE has paid out 2.6 million in golden handshakes to executives during D Forbes' reign as Director General. And the broadcaster's own accounts reveal the significant payments across six years to key management personnel receiving termination benefits. And RTE sources said there was a culture of termination payments during the past few years. So that's a look at what's making headlines in your newspapers today. If you want to make comment on any of that, we'd love to hear from you. Again, 083 
0818 Now, Ivan Yates, the broadcaster and podcaster and former Minister for Agriculture, he's come under fire for sharing his opinion on the level of resources given to the Irish language. Uh, this came about while he was a guest on the 6 o'clock show on Virgin Media Television and he's certainly come under fire for it. Here's a little of what he had to say. <laughs> I couldn't be arsed to learn Irish and I'm sorry about it if you're offended and all this money all this money we put into it and there's only 16,000 people in the country speak it naturally. I'm not against it. I know. Every 40 seconds a native language dies. So what? I mean, isn't that such a sad thought? No, absolutely not. I don't accept it. Now, uh, when he made those comments, the uh, presenter of the show burst out of his seat and went over and shook hands with him, which also added to, to the controversy. But we're wondering... What do you think about that? He's concerned about the amount of resources given over to the Irish language and I suppose the question is, don't shoot the messenger on this, I'm just posing the question, could those resources be better spent? And I'm just wondering what you feel about that. Now we will discuss it a little later on with our panel this morning, but we'd love your views on that. How do you feel about the resources uh, that's uh, dedicated to promotion of the Irish language? 083 Slide for Johnny Luby. Good morning, Johnny. Uh, good morning, friends, and good morning to the listeners. How are oh. you on the Forpilly Road this morning, Johnny? On a bit of Irish, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it was beaten into you by the Christian Brothers in Cashel, was it? I, the best thing about it is I liked the Irish going to school, you know. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fine, you know, but the only thing is we don't use it much afterwards, you know. Now and again, you'd meet Sean out here in Cashelow, mm. Lee, Lee O'Brien in, in uh, Anacarty, they still carry the Cupola Fuckla yeah. I suppose it's grand, really, uh, to have uh, a bit of an ID. Like most countries have their own languages, and, mm. you know, I know it's like everything else. Uh, Look, it is probably tough going for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people out there don't like the Irish language, but I don't look, it doesn't make any difference to me if today I will try and talk. Mm. Some people had a poor experience of it in school, I suppose, uh, Johnny, back in the day, you know, but uh, which is a pity, pity. Yeah, yeah. it's very handy when you're accepting a cup above and uh, Ardon Oreen in Crow Park <laughs> to, to say your cup the fuck. And that, that's when it really comes in handy, you know, but yeah. I... Yeah. Like everything else, look, life is, life goes on, and it that's does. it now. It uh, Ivan Yates came out and said it, and look, fair play to him. That's his opinion. Uh, I wouldn't myself well, uh, grow yeah, in. I, I think he likes to be controversial, and of course, he is promoting a new podcast that he's involved in, so there might be something in that too, sure. <laughs> that's who, it, yeah. who knows, indeed. Uh, the hurlers last weekend, Johnny. That's right, Jeff. And look, it was a, a marvellous victory for them. I know it's only the league and Galway were short and Tipperary were short, but nevertheless, I like what I'm seeing. You know, they, they seem to be uh, gelling together. They seem to be bonding together. And uh, they seem to be singing out at one uh, uh, hymn book, mm. which is uh, a hymn sheet, which is uh, brilliant to see. You know, uh, that's the way holding has gone uh, now. The uh, thing I like about him was after watching Cork on maybe Saturday night against Kilkenny, uh, whilst Cork maybe passed the ball six or seven times, hand passed it, and that they didn't get beyond uh, the halfway line, whereas Tipperary are certainly advancing up the field. Uh, we'll say one or two passes and find somebody with a great pass, maybe somebody running off the shoulder and all that thing. I like what Dean Kale is doing uh, and that, and... 
we're certainly uh, would say no disrespect to us meet and Antrim we would expect to beat them yeah. uh, I thought Dublin we were expecting to beat them but in, in Parnell Park which is a tidy pitch uh, I thought that uh, it might be closer but Tipperary were well on top you know and uh, look we, mm. I think we have Limerick again in our league now it all depends what Liam does at that stage you know he'll probably uh, some of the players tied up then in the Fitzgibbon Hall and yeah. like Garrod O'Connor he's playing on a Wednesday night playing again on Sundays and if that was a soccer player on maybe a couple of hundred thousand a week the manager would be given out about it but uh, Garrod O'Connor is playing some holding at the moment as indeed all the lads are you know those Ryan's there and uh, Many, many more. Johnny Ryan from Tip Town here mm. with the likes somebody on from West Tipperary, you know. And I'd say Dean Kyle is still men. He's lads that are with him. They're giving it their best shot. They'll have to trim the panel down to 26 or 7 players. And that's going to be hard for them, you know, because some lads have been in there two or three nights a week and mm. maybe a day at the gym and all of that. And look, all he can do is that. But I'd safely say that whilst he drops, Whilst he might, he will drop a few players. Nevertheless, he'll keep an eye on them for future teams. We were, so we were talking about that during the week, Johnny. You know about the players being dropped from panels after showing a huge amount of commitment over a long period of time. It's very difficult, isn't it? Well, it's difficult for Lehman and the lads that are with him. You know, but all he can do is uh, look, be upfront with him, and they mm. and they they will accept it and that's it like uh, everybody wants to get on the, the panel of 26 or 30 yeah. players but what can he do when he just he's only trying to no loyalty he's only trying to pick what he sees in mm. training and what he sees in commitment and everything mm. else and maybe uh, the, the progression of players but hey it'll be interesting Brian you know it is absolutely marvellous to see Tip uh, 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 resurrecting themselves you mm. know and mm. that's so fair play to them you know they look to be fairly fit right. as well and, good stuff know, and so. Nina, Nina CBS Johnny that's right Johnny Nina CBS are in all Ireland semi-final it's fantastic for them mm. you know uh, they are like they could end up playing out school reach who have to play uh St. Kieran's, I think, of Kilkenny, that's in that end of the, the half of the draw. Uh, St. Kieran's are supposed to be the firm favourites this year. They beat Kilkenny CBS uh, by a cricket score in the Leinster final, you know, and uh, that's so. I think Nina won't be too far away and look the very best of luck to them just to encourage everybody, let's go and see them because, uh, look, it's fantastic to see uh, the schools holding and they are our representatives in the All-Ireland semi-final. That's great. And uh, Drummond Inch then uh, winning the uh, Monster Junior That's B right. as well. Yeah, yeah friend, that was absolutely fantastic. A couple of years ago, Clonolty, uh, uh won the uh, All-Ireland B, you know, I think they beat Blackwater of Wexford in uh, uh, an All-Ireland final and they had a small bit of luck on the way and that I was up in Newport today that uh, they won the county final Sure, mother of God above tonight, it took us nearly three days to get home after uh, uh, <laughs> celebrating all over the place but I actually said to the girl that day again, and the same as I said to it, a different girl above in, in uh, uh in Upper Church today, the Holy on the Hills, uh, when I was parking up to Kerry in, in Newport, I just said to the girl, I said, uh, I was a small bit early, I said, where's the best place for a pint? He said, Johnny Luby, the bridge house in Golden. It <laughs> <laughs> was go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it, he went go home. But anyway, uh, look, uh, the very best of to Don Lynch. It's fantastic for them, you know, and... Yeah. Uh, 
I think the offline convent, as I mentioned last week, they're in an All Ireland final, I think, and with Stakeland's names there and all of that, yeah. it's wonderful to see them youngsters coming through. It is brilliant for the uh, offline as well as indeed all the schools that are in the various uh, uh, competitions. But I suppose, friend, in the soccer, of course, our three teams advanced last weekend, which is huge. I mean, over 900 teams started out, were down to the last eight, then three teams from Tipperary. I don't think any other county has anything like that. St. Michael's, uh, you have uh, Clan Mel Celtic, and mm. of course, you have uh, Peak Villa. It is wonderful for them. I think St. Michael's are away to some crowd again in Wexford. I don't know who the other two lads have drawn against, but the very best have looked at them all. To be marvellous, friend, uh, to get uh, teams into a semi final where two, where then at that stage, uh, two of the chief teams would have to play each other. So look to be up. And there is an outside chance that you could have an all FAI wow. uh, final. Like Tullis and Cashin last year in the Healthy Cup. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't it be just be absolutely fantastic, it, yeah. you know. I suppose, Fran, on the, on the rugby front, yeah. uh, a great win for Ireland last weekend. They looked good. Uh, they dismissed Italy rather easily, mm. considering Italy had put up a good show against uh, England. Uh, Ireland will have England uh, in Twickenham sometime in March, and they'll have Scotland and uh, Wales at home. So, I've no doubt that Wales and Scotland will certainly uh, uh, look forward to taking on the so-called big buys that's Ireland. So uh, it's all systems go. You know, I see a photo at the, I think the Nationalist or the, one of the local papers there of uh, Andy Fogarty's uh, daughters and uh, that with young McCarthy, uh, the second row for Ireland. So it's wonderful to see and brought back many memories uh, of that wonderful uh, establishment in Cash years ago on the local front in the rugby. Uh, both all the teams were beaten in senior rugby. Uh, Cashel were beaten by eight pints, which meant that they got no pint at all on the league table, whereas Nino were beaten 42-40. And keeping it within seven pints, they get a pint for that, and also they scored a bonus try pint. So Nino are now 10 pints ahead. And reading the Cashel rugby notes, they would say that the league appears to be over. I don't think it will, because one slip up again from uh, Nina and Cashel would be back in the hunt again. They'd, be, they'd have been disappointed, I would think, mm. with their overall performance last Sunday. But then again, when you're shot a couple of players uh, and that... Yeah. Uh, to injury, you know, and they wouldn't, they had a fine panel, but they wouldn't have a huge panel like the Gary Owens or the Shannon or the Kirk Cons or anything like that, but nevertheless, nevertheless, they're keeping the flag flying along with uh, Clan Mill Rugby Club. They put up a good show last weekend again, but unless uh, the victory didn't come to them. And in the War of the Roses, friend, Kilfeekle and Clan William. <laughs> the War of the Roses. Inside in, <laughs> inside in Clan William. You know, Kilfeekle yeah. and Melch Victoria there. On the day, Kilfeekle were the better team. Not that they're an outstanding team, but Clan William, for one reason or another, just aren't able to get their act together at the moment, and one would like to see them... Uh, 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 coming back to their former days of glory but it's going to be a challenge for them injuries again uh, crippled the likes of Clan William and Galbally and Featherton all them clubs out there uh, any couple of injuries and, and uh, our youngsters going away and that kind of a thing and I suppose when talking about youngsters we would like to extend our sympathies to uh, the region of uh, Rare Cross Hollyford oh, up there. Such that, a that tragedy, Johnny, isn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. friend. I was just thinking, like they said, is that 50 odd deaths on the road since the 1st of January, which is roughly one every two days. Oh, my you know, it's frightening when you're 31 days in January and we're only gone 14 or 15 days yet in February. And that, you know, and it is like everything else. Look, all, 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 
all we can say is, look, mind yourselves on the road, lads. And that's all we yeah, can but, say. But it is a dreadful tragedy that that. Uh, oh, young, is, uh, young, young like, and I, I have great buddies up that side of the country. Yeah, sure and look, I, yeah. I I feel sorry for them all. Ter- but, terrible uh, altogether. Are you heading towards Clonakenny, by the way? Well, what does right, I hear uh, about you and that preview for Cheltenham? That's right, Jeff. And there's a Cheltenham preview night in a place called the Norbrook Lounge. In oh, Canada. I know it well. I know it well. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> you, you played in every, every <laughs> hall and Duke and Connor. Yeah, but country. would you believe it was one of the first places? I mean, I started off out in uh, Osty Crows playing music when I was about 14 or 50. And then uh, the Norbrook Lounge was one of the first gigs I played as well. Had a great time. And, friend, mm. and I, I'm not being funny now, but... Mm. Did you go back there since? Did they, <laughs> <laughs> did they want to? Funnily back? enough, they didn't ask me back. I'll write you right there, Johnny. You're right there. Yeah, the Norbrook Lounge, kind of Kenny. The preview night is next Friday night, please God, at 7 30. The panel includes the Dennis Hogan, a good horse trainer there in North Tipperary, Ken Whelan, of course, the former jockey, uh, young Harry Swan, a son of Charlie Swan, and of course, Tom Hogan has put many horses through his hands and then you have Conor McNamara right good young fella from Limerick his dad is Eric McNamara uh, a top class trainer and young Conor is after riding a good few winners along with young Swan and them and of course the MC is yours, yours truly and uh, we have live music and refreshments afterwards friend. and it's all in aid of the Dylan Quirk Foundation which is fantastic mm-hmm. when they come up with something like this and uh, it's starting as I said uh, at 7.30 and it's only 20 euro to get in and hopefully you might like ever and if you're listening to the so-called experts, not myself, I'm only the MC. But uh, somebody along the way might maybe give you a winner of 40 to 1 and maybe have a euro or two on it. Uh, that's and that, so that, that's, that's, when, when is that happening again, Johnny? That's, uh, that's ne- next Friday night. Please next Friday night. 7 okay. And Bridget, uh, Bridget Martin is the, the lady that's uh, running the show up there. So the very best of luck to uh, Bridget on Friday night next at 7.30. Very good. I, course, I was asked to, to get you to mention as well, Johnny, that in Ned's in Drumban, in the village there in Drumban, a great, great pub. But they have, and it's a little late, but it's going to be great. It's a St. Valentine's special tomorrow night. And there's flowers and Prosecco for the ladies on arrival and music by Silver Dollar there. So they said, make sure that Johnny Luby uh, mentions that. So Ned's in Drumban. You know you know Ned's very well, Johnny. God, friend, I know what right well I but I'll have to go back to the grave again and, and take back the fellows. <laughs> that is Valentine's night, friend. I just I give her the flowers yesterday. I heard the boat is a care. I said, I've been going around for the, for the last two days. Yeah. Yesterday was a day late, you know that, but anyway, sure. I know it, yeah, but yeah. you see, when you go into the shop uh, the day after, you get uh, the flowers uh, price from Anthony Casey and Gold. <laughs> you're, su- you're such a romantic. Listen, are you going racing to Thurless next week? Are you? Yes, yeah, and uh, Thurless uh, is on next uh, Thursday again, and hopefully they'll, they'll have a very good uh, uh, crowd there again. I a couple of lads coming from England and uh, they've never been to Tullus and uh, they're getting a chance so hopefully we'll make it over there on Tuesday next. Mm. Uh, of course we'll check presentation tomorrow night again as I said there for the last couple of weeks in the Hoffman and Hound in Duella for the Dylan Quirk and Seesaw. Them young fellas 17 and 18 that went into tractor run there supervised by the yeah. Derby from Borlehan from Duella to Borlehan and back they raised 10,500 roughly wow. and uh, they're making their checks tomorrow night to the Dylan Kirk Foundation and the Seesaw and happiest congratulations to them that's in uh, that's in uh, the Hoffman Hound uh, tomorrow night around 8 o'clock and of course then next week with the Feather Matthews play of New Inn a wonderful uh, play company there in New Inn I'll set up uh, that's uh, they present the play by of the Western World from the 21st 
to the 25th of February in the New England Community Centre, nightly at 8 o'clock. Tickets are only 15 euros. I was there a couple of times, Frankie. It's absolutely fantastic. And uh, you can get tickets from the local shop, Postles New Inn, uh, the Priory Pharmacy in Cashley, Seamus is the man there, Eileen Halley. Pre-booking is essential. And all local actors, the likes of Seamus Kennedy, Superintendent, Derby, Eddie Gordon. I'd better give him his full time. You, be, you better. You better indeed, yeah. And are you playing the, the lead part of the Playboy by any chance? Oh, no? My missus said you were the Playboy of the Western <laughs> You don't seem to. Anyway, uh, apart from all that, friend, on Wednesday last was Ash Wednesday. It was. And of course, we're supposed to. I never even thought about it. Did you not? You see, and Catherine didn't think of it either. So she put on two chops for me. And she went up into Cashel then, into one of the, the local eating halls in there. And here she had fish and chips. And your one said, of course, it's Ash Wednesday. What Jesus, she said, I better ring himself. Funny, she rings back. And she says, don't touch them chops. She said, it's Ash Wednesday. I said, I have one gone. I said, what did I do with the other one? Oh, she said, you may as well eat it now. She said, but go to Father Joe Welsh or Father Pat in Golden and tell him in confession that you genuinely forgot. She says, of the two of them, probably Father Joe Welsh would be uh, uh, an easier, easier on the eye and easier on the ear. He wouldn't give you a, 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 a help sentence, you know. So anyway, I'll have to go to Father Joe and say, I mean, Well, I'll tell you, if you, if you get absolution, I'll get absolution. Because... <laughs> <laughs> what can Father Joe do? I mean, I'll be chopped this. <laughs> well, so you have what, them eaten now, so, I mean, what I can he do? What can I do? Not a bloody thing. Yes. But anyway, friend, there was a big heading then uh, on last Sunday's meal. Yeah. The Sunday meal on Sunday. The big heading was, why more sex keeps you young? <laughs> and, and I'm wondering why Tommy Kane, myself, Coney, Kevin, Mitchell, Trevor, Shawnee, we all appear to be getting out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder what does that say that. now, Johnny? What? what? Hey, I was watching Fools and Horses. I'm a great fan of that. But yeah. anyway, Rodney wasn't in great form. And uh, Delby said, come on, he said, tell me the truth. What's really wrong with you? It was on about the climate change back in the 70s and the whole lot. And the tides that rise and the waters come up. And uh, Delby said, haven't we lucky to have a living up to 15 story of uh, this house, of the uh, place where they were in? Yes. And uh, anyway, he says, Rodney, what's really wrong with you? He says, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't had a busy this for three months. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think of Rodney and Fools and Horses. But anyway, friend, uh, yesterday, or, yeah, Tuesday, I was, my, my, I, Hang on, we're losing you, Johnny. The reception what? on the Fortney Road is dropping out there. Come back to yeah. me. Yes, my, yeah, yeah, you're back to me. My eyesight wasn't hectic, so I went into that wonderful crowd there, Fitzgerald's Optician in, Tash, in Tip Town. Yes. And they're on uh, 4th Church Street, Tipperary Town. They're big listeners to you, and you have to give a shout out to Kerry. It's K E R R I. Hello, Mary. Kerry. Mary. Yes, hello, Mary. And Grace Dorkin, she's an F A O I. An F A O I. Oh, that's her qualification as a. Yeah. Oh, right, very yeah, good. A, a top class girl. And I'll tell you this, friend. <laughs> I love the words of the song coming out the door. I can see clearly now. They're going to a new pair of glasses and the whole lot, friend. And they're, they're doing me an old favour for my this July. I'm doing something, whether small or whatever it is, for the uh, Skull Comic in Cashel. So I have, to, I, have, I have to decide, yes, what am I going to do? Yes. But on uh, Friday night last after we uh, went to Philip Heffernan's few 
Lord of Lord, Mercy and Philip in uh, Clonalty, mm. in the church there. And then we set sail for uh, Trubali, the big county, Frank. Trubali, yeah. and straight through Borosali. And then we called into uh, an establishment in Tumifara and on to uh, Moneygall and on then to the Clock Inn in Clock Jordan. Ah, I'll tell you now. For, Great the, spot. for the county board draw. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I, win, I noticed. Not like myself, but friend, we had a wonderful night up there. I told him a few genuine true stories. You know me and true stories. Oh, I told him, I told him genuine true stories, uh, and that was eleven o'clock when we were leaving. Friend, but we had a wonderful night there, and it is. Uh, there's no question about it. It is a, a, a marvelous place. I met that girl from Capo White. Uh, she attends all the uh, county board draws. Celia. Oh, sure, and, I know her well. Lovely lady, yeah. yeah. She said, social dancing in Capo White Community Centre tomorrow night, the 17th, from 9 to 11.30. Music is by a guy called Peter Burke. Peter Burke, the great box player and singer, Peter, yeah. The great old friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yes, friend, uh, look, it's like everything else. I look forward to the new inting next week, please God, and uh, uh, everything else. It should be, be great, yeah. I was in Moat last night, and there was a fella asking for you, a guy called Charlie Martin. And he's a big fan of yours, and you have to give him a shout-out this morning because he was out all hours last night, like myself, and making his way. That He digs graves for a living, can you believe? Jesus, Frank, he's trying to avoid him, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and he's run off his feet, he's telling me so. <laughs> yeah, it's like I put, it's like I put on the headstone uh, that I had a bow and kill peak. Like I got it there a couple of years ago. Johnny Luby, 1954. I can't say when I'm the person like because the man above says I'm playing well at the moment. He <laughs> said, I must leave him there. I can't touch him. But below at the bottom of the headstone, kneel and praise. If your man said to me, uh, do you want to bring that? No, I said, just put down. This man look forward to going everywhere except here. <laughs> <laughs> and your friend, oh, that's uh, pretty I, good. What, I, do, what I, do you think, before I let you go, what about the RTE thing? What do you think about all that money and friend, the golden handshakes that, and all of that? Listen, and there's nothing in writing. No, no. Because done verbally, imagine me walking into Tape FM and saying, lads, would you throw me out to 450,000? <laughs> I mean, what, what other way could, could they well, go? Good luck with that, Johnny. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Corbyn and them, they all got a few quid. Yeah. None, of my, none of them can come in front of the government, and still they want the government to bail them out. Yeah. It's like that crowd, uh, Quinn Direct, that we're all paying uh, 5% of our insurance. That's, that's, that's right, to bail the, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to pay yeah. that bill. Yeah, we're, all we're doing is bailing them all out. And then uh, Michal Merton and Paradka, whom I like, actually, mm. they come on then in the middle of all of this and they say, pay your license. Yeah. And they twist it around, then you see, oh, uh, what about the lads ha- that have paid it? They're mm. talking about giving the other fellas a bit of amnesty. Give them back a few quid. Do you and think? Yeah. Everything seems to be coming from a, a, a thing called Central Bloody Funds. Mm. Mm. Well, that, oh, listen, that's that's what we're that? paying into, Johnny. That's what Conscience we're paying into. Mm. What, Johnny? There's a crowd. I'm just getting a text on the other phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pronounce this right. The peasant pluckers. The pheasant pluckers. You'd want to do a kind of a tangled tongue. They're in Lundigan's Bear in Fed Up tonight. Brian, where are you over the weekend? Where am I over the weekend? That's a very good question. Tom- oh, tomorrow night I'm in Middleton, I think, and I'm in Wexford then on Sunday night. I'm all over the place. I got friend, I could be in Wexford myself. Where about could you? In I'm in the Talbot Hotel there in Wexford Town. Oh, Jeff, I know it well. Will you drop in? I Christ the both. I might call in. I might 
That's I a like nice way now of saying no, you won't, because you have other yeah. plans, haven't you? Yeah, I might call him and tell him a few home truths about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corey Hammond said to say hello to you. Uh, how is he? How is he coming along? Is he all right? He's, he's not too bad at all. He's a good old long road ahead of him. But listen, he's in great form and all of that. So uh, himself and Tom Devane, I've met him in there and many, many more. And I just call and say, Look, I would hate to see Corey for a quarter of an hour, but I visited Dutta five days and I said, good luck, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Look after yourself, Johnny. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Johnny. Thank thanks very much. Bye. Thanks, Dad. Gourmet And uh, that's a great Johnny Luby there. Live from the Fourpenny Road today. And just to remind you again, because Nicola will kill me if I don't remind you, that Neds of Drumban Village tomorrow night. Music there by Silver Dollar. Great band. I played with them a few times. And... Um, uh, kind of a Valentine's special and uh, flowers and Prosecco for the ladies on arrival there and a mad bit of crack altogether. All right, need to take a break. Back in a moment. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.